Welcome everybody to your favorite basketball podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey, and uh, hope y'all doing well this week. We're going to get started right off with uh, quarter one. Now, it's a little late, slight, like slight, but we're going to talk about the award winners. I want to give a quick shout out to them again. Uh, Coach of the year, Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks. Good job, my man. Uh, most improved Pascal Siakam off of the Toronto Raptors, the defending champs now. Sixth man, Lou, sweet Lou Williams. This man always gets a bucket and he is tied for the most sixth man of the year award recipients. Um, that is three, he has three along with Jamal Crawford. So he can actually win it again next year, to be honest with you. Rookie of the year, Luka Doncic uh, off the Mavericks. Good job. The boy's going to be a stud. Uh, defense player of the year, Rudy Gobert. He's usually a candidate, so it's all, it's it is what it is. And then the MVP, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, off the Bucks. And I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert is off the Jazz, and uh, Antetokounmpo is off, Giannis is off the um, Bucks. Now, to me, what this list shows is growth. I, I like how the league continues to grow and develop. Um, Giannis's MVP speech, like actually the whole cons, I actually Giannis himself winning the MVP really just showed to me unity because it, it showed to me that we are, we are all equals, you know? And I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad a non-U.S. born citizen or citizens are winning awards in the NBA. Like, also, a, a quick shout out to his acceptance speech. That thing was extremely powerful. Matter of fact, I'm going I'm to play a quick clip for you guys. Uh, I want to see my dad. Uh, obviously, you know, my dad is not here with me, but uh, you know, uh, you know two, three years ago, and, uh, you know, I had to go in my head that I'm going to be the best player in the league. You know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help my team win, and I'm going to win the But yeah, like I said, man, it, the the speech was was really good. Like it was really touching, really moving. Um, and I like the way the league has has been progressing over the years. You see a lot of international players coming in and actually doing pretty well in the league. You got Luka Doncic, you got Giannis Antetokounmpo, you have Kristaps uh, Porzingis. Um, the list uh, the list continues and on and on. Like even Pascal Siakam is getting some recognition um, on the upward trend. So. I'm just saying, like that, there are more international players out there, than, and and they're, and they're continuing to just develop. So I, li- I like how the NBA is actually developing pretty well, and all these, all these award recipients actually did a phenomenal job this year. Um, everyone who really was in the running did a good job this year. To be honest with you, um, shout out to Paul George 
for making it onto the defensive player of the year and the MVP race. That was that was pretty impressive. He's never done that in his career before. So that was a pretty good year for him. Um, quick shout out to Trey Young as well. He, I thought he should have won the Sixth Man of the Year personally because he had less talent. Um, I know he struggled late, and I think that's what did it for him. That's what messed it up. But at the same time, he came out and he he, he finished strong, and Luca started strong and finished a little soft. So that's why I'm saying I thought he should win it. But that again, that's just me personally. So it is what it is. Alright, so quarter two, right? Quarter two. Now, we're going to talk about Jimmy to Houston. Just part one, part one, okay? Now, the Houston Rockets would like to offer a trade of Gordon, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, and Click Capella. It would have to be a multi-team trade because it would make no sense to trade these players to the Sixers. But, uh, well, maybe Gordon. Gordon and Tucker would make sense, but not Capella. Um, but honestly, I don't think that's what the Rockets need. I just think they need to utilize their inside scoring. Maybe if they get like a mid-range specialist or something like that, like maybe a, a power forward of some sort who can score but on, on, on in the mid-range area consistently. But I think LaMarcus Aldridge could help. That would be interesting. But I think that outside of something like that, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jimmy could work. Jimmy could work po- possibly, possibly. Uh, and I say that because I'm not, I'm not as big on Jimmy as everybody else is. Like Jimmy's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Elite on defense. Um, good scoring option. But I mean, Jimmy also has his limitations too. You know, so like I, I don't see like if Jimmy doesn't get in the way of the team's chemistry. Meaning, if Jimmy's comfortable being that number two option. Then and and not having to take the final shot because that's going to be James Harden more likely. Then cool. Now maybe in the playoffs you can like adjust that role, but for right now it's going to be James Harden's team. Um, like I said, they can win with Jimmy, but um, if you get if you get Jimmy, use Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and Clint Capella. That's three critical pieces on your team. So now you have to retool. You have to regroup. And it's not like your bench was that deep. Like, especially at the center position. I mean, you do have Dene. And, um... You have Dene and and, and the Manimal. But the same, uh, Kenneth Fareed is the Manimal. But, I mean, you didn't utilize them last year. So I would doubt that you would utilize them this year. So it's... To me, I'm... I'm thinking you have to like you have to you have to make a splash in free agency, but for Jimmy's sake, you need to stay in Philly, honestly, because all jokes aside, you, you the city's already embraced them. The um, the Sixers are playoff ready now, and they already have chemistry. Like as I said, they were they were like a, a few bounces away from potentially being in the in in, in the finals. I think they would have. They might have actually beaten the uh, the Bucks. So now Kimba to Kyrie. Now this one, yo, this one is interesting, man. Like 
I've been a, I've been a Kemba fan since he went to UConn. All right, like I remember even like Wale made a song. He had uh, he had like the phrase about like Kemba making got making this guy fall at, like making this guy from pit fall like that. Like he's just such a he's just such a so he's he's such a highlight player, man. Like and it, it just makes sense how Jordan did not build enough around him because now he's twenty nine years old. You. If he had a better team, mind you, it's Jordan. So you, it's not like he can't recruit players. You know, like it's Jordan. Come on, dog. Charlotte's not bad, and you can't build anything around him. I think Kimba should go. Um, I took a look at Kimba's numbers and I took a look at Kyrie's numbers. Kimba averaged twenty-five point six points, so you can round it up twenty-six, uh, six assists and four rebounds. He's also six-one. I wanted to note that real quick. Kyrie. Average 24 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds, and he's 6'3". So I'm saying all that to say they're pretty close in stature. And it's not like a he's a step below. Like I think Kimba is almost, in some aspects, Kimba's right there with Kyrie, you know? So if you're getting a drop, it's not a big drop. So you're replacing Kyrie with Kimba. I mean, uh, uh, you're, repla- you're replacing uh, yeah, you're replacing Kyrie with Kimba. You still have Jason Tatum, you still have Jalen Brown, you still have Gordon Hayward. And mind you, again, I wanted to point out that Charlotte was ninth in the East last year, two games behind Detroit, which would have been a much more interesting series, meaning Charlotte versus the Bucks. I think at least Charlotte would have given you a game, possibly two. Possibly, but I think definitely a game. Um, but Kimba would actually fit with the young boys. He's not known to be a ball hog. He's usually just the only option on the team. So I think he would be the best player on the team right now. So it's obvious to go through him. However, you he you I think he would be open to utilizing his team as well. So I definitely think he should go to the Celtics. Um they however the Celtics would need to acquire a few free agents. I think they could be contenders. Um right now, based on that lineup, if of those four players, meaning Kimba, J- uh, Tatum, Jalen, and um Hayward, I think that gets you maybe in between the four to six range in the playoff seed. So you need something to like help out. I mean like just just that alone and getting like bumps that can get you to like the, you know what I'm saying the four to six seed. So you need something to take you up the top. Uh and, the, and that's the boast of the defense. On the uh I mean the bench. Um but yeah like I said Kimba should go to the Cel- to the Celtics and they can actually build a solid little future there. Alright, so quarter three. I hope y'all enjoyed halftime. Now, we're going to talk about D'Angelo Russell, a.k.a. D'Lo. Now, D'Lo originally was drafted by the Lakers, my Lakers. You know, as I said before, I'm a Laker fan. He kind of did some dumb shit. I ain't going to hold you. He kind of did he, 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 he was a little stupid. Um, recorded Nick Young saying some things. Alright, cool. I mean... Granted, you know, Nick, yeah, wasn't the best moment that you could have had. 
um, you, and you dealt with what you did. Uh, but he had to be removed. We also got rid of Timothy Mozgov, that, you know, killed two birds, one stone. He was traded to the Nets and ended up becoming an all-star. Now, he was a reserve and was selected uh, due to an injury. However, a, a Victor Oladipo's injury. However, he was still an all-star nonetheless. Now, with that being said, D. Loza was 6'5 point guard. Um, was touted as supposed to be like a special passer. I think he's like a good passer, personally. Um, a couple of options he has. Potentially the Nets still. I think they did build. They were building something. You could, if you can get, if you can acquire a quality wing. Like if you can get Kyrie and KD, I think that could actually work with D'Angelo Russell. But the money wouldn't work. But still, like I think I would, I would personally like to see D'Angelo Russell and Kevin Durant. That would be interesting to me because they both, they, they both can score. They both can score. Kyrie can as well, but D'Angelo's younger. I think he can win too. Uh, he can pass well, and they already have chemistry there. You just plug KD right there, and just you guys just go to work. Um, the Suns, the Suns are an interesting props, uh, are an interesting te- team as well. The reason why I say that is because you have Devin Booker. Devin Booker's young. DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton is, is, is in his like second season now. Um, I think Booker's in his like fourth, maybe fifth. Something like that. Like it's not. It's he's still relatively young, and with that young trio right there, you can actually get close to the playoffs. That will convince Devin Booker to maybe stay long term, and you guys continue to build. And then from there, all you really need again is another wing. Um, you might not even need the wing because Devin Booker maybe just need maybe maybe it's just sufficient enough for you. Uh, but I personally think the Suns are an option. D'Lo needs to day. I need to seriously consider looking into. Uh, I know the Lakers are rumored into getting him back. I'd like to see you back on the team. I'm not going to hold you. But to be honest with you, the Lakers got enough cap room drama. Like, we have $32 million. Dollars, and I think we have what three players on the team with Braun, AD, and Kuz. What the hell are we supposed to do? Like y'all, so we get another max player. Okay, so then we have four players on the team. Like, and then we have ten million dollars to spend for like ten players. Like, come on, bro. Like that's not like that. Like. Just build the roster off. Like it's not KD's not on the Warriors right now. Clay's not on the Warriors right now, so that isn't going to be a big issue. It's it's really a jump ball this year. So the Lakers, it, it really shouldn't even be an issue. Like it, this really shouldn't be a topic. We should be, and again, a Laker fan. We should sit up there and build our roster up. Get some shooters. Get some defenders. Get some depth. The Warriors just showed us it's not the best route to rely on a starting five. You need a bench. We've known that, but this was kind of a refresher due to like the unforeseen uh, due to the un- due to the unforeseen injuries. So, 
I hope we don't get another Max player. If I don't think Braun's the GOAT, but people are claiming Braun to be the GOAT. If he's that good and we have Anthony Davis, who's a generational talent, and you get them around additional like other additional players and there's no Golden State what's the issue build up the roster please please build up the roster Jesus alright quarter four quarter four I'm gonna hit y'all with a quick little tidbits um they're a little personal so you know I just wanted to do a quick ones Kawhi to LA real quick I don't think he should do it. I get it. I get why you would want to, but I think you can do a very, you can do a few things. If you really want to go to to um, Los Angeles, you can go to the Clippers. Hell, you could even go to the Kings. Uh, like there are a few places you can go. I just don't see you wanting to pretty much be second or even third fiddle to LeBron. He just won the championship with the Raptors. You won a championship with the Spurs, and you have a Finals MVP with both teams. I don't see why. And you've beaten Braun in one of those. I don't see why you would actually want to play with Braun. I know why you want to play with AD, but not necessarily with Braun. That one's just, yeah, that's just a me personally thing. Like, he comes across as, Kawhi comes across as someone cut from a different cloth. He does give you a, a Kobe, a Jordan type feel. However, if he were to join the Lakers, people harp on Braun and KD making weak moves. I think that would be a weak move made by Kawhi. I think Kawhi is in a good scenario right now. Uh, I think Kawhi could move around to a few places and still be relevant and make his team a championship team. But going to the Lakers may not be the best move. The Bulls versus Warriors game in a seven-game series. I asked you guys this on the podcast or on the uh, on the uh, social media pages, and it was split right down the middle, like fifty fifth. No, I'm joking. You guys said Bulls and seven. And I think it was like, if I'm not mistaken, fifty seven to fifty seven percent said Bulls, forty three percent said um, Warriors. I don't know. Like, let me. Because mind you, when we say Bulls, we mean 92 Bulls versus the KD and Steph-led Warriors, right? So we got Ron Harper on the Bulls. Or for the Bulls, we have Ron Harper, Jordan, Scotty. And when I say Scotty, of course, that means Pippen. Um, Rodman and Kukoc. And then for the Warriors, we have Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond... Um, Iggy and Draymond. Now, Kukoc is seven foot. I just want to throw that there because that 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 is interesting. Okay, the rebounds will be might go to the or could go to the to the Bulls. However, you could put Kukoc. You put you could put KD on Kukoc because the height. Throw Draymond on Rodman. Throw Iggy on Pippen. Clay on on um, Jordan, and then Steph on and on on Harper. So I I think defensively the Warriors would have enough bodies, 
And it's not this year's Warriors too, by the way. Like this doesn't it's not this year's Warriors because Boogie's not on this on this team. Um, so they have enough depth. And I think if we're doing to start, if we're just worried about starting five, I think the Warriors can actually. I think the Warriors win whether it's starting five or um, or bench included. And I think it, it would it would definitely go seven games. Um, easily go seven games, personally. Now this one is a, a quick little tidbit for the WNBA. Um, again, I want to give you ladies a quick shout out. Thank you for everything you guys, you ladies do. Uh, keep doing what you guys do. Now, we do have a report that Odyssey Sims off the Minnesota Lynx was caught in a DUI. Now, I'm not trying to, again, like put a spotlight on her. We've had athletes do a bevy of stupid things, whether you have... Um, Johnny Manziel and his shenanigans, or um, what's the boy's name? Uh, he was just caught with um, oh D'Lo with the with, with with being caught with weed in the airport. I mean, like, there are plenty of people out there who have done stupid things, but I just want to emphasize on the whole DUI part, ladies and gentlemen. Please be careful. Please be safe out there. Um, you know, DUIs that. I personally have not gotten one. I don't want one. And I'm just trying to promote safety. So, or safety. So, I'm, I'm just trying to promote safety. So, again, not trying to put a spotlight on her. I'm just trying to put a spotlight on the scenario, on the incident. So, again, safety first, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's all the time I have with you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Tune in next week. As we drop out, oh, I'm sorry, I keep saying we. It's hard to switch, bro. I swear to you, it's so hard to switch. Like, but tune in next week as I uh, hit you guys with a couple new stories. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's the off season, baby. It's always a whole bunch of random stuff. Uh, subscribe to the channel, please, 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 please follow the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page. They're all on the website. Um, and they're all on the website and that all is listed in the bio so again thank you guys for listening 